Hello and welcome to episode 101 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have comic reviews. We have reviews of Batman Curse of the White Knight issue 7 and Wonder Woman Dead Earth issues 1 and 2. This is your spoiler alert for these comics, so if you haven't read these comics, please uh, pause the podcast and come back after you've read them. This is Matt and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Hey, Noah, um, as we get started, uh, why don't you give us some sort of general thoughts on uh, these comics, and then we'll move into our reviews. I think both are, both, I think, are going to be remembered more for the stellar art in the books than the story themselves. Mm-hmm. I think there are definitely aspects of the story that will be remembered for, but I think both of my criticisms on, on both series are their, are their stories. Um, and uh, different criticisms, of course, there's not much, there's not much overlap as far as what criticisms are there. But I think, I, I think I have, I have things that I, of course, love about both of them a lot. And will they'll always hold a place in my heart as some of my favorites. But I think both of them really have uh, some story issues. But yeah, what, what do you think? Yeah, I, um, I, I liked, I, I liked both, or I'm, well, both series, um, seven you know, Batman Curse of the White Knight being seven, we're sort of in that that uh, that final final act. So the the a- action is ramping up. Sort of the storytelling. Yeah. You know, we're getting plot twists. We're getting we're reveals where um, uh, the Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Uh, those were the first one was sort of like world building, and the second one was a lot more um, you know character development. So I, I did enjoy those. Um, and I, I think you are right. The the art is uh, stellar in both of these. Yeah, definitely. And both of them have, of course, you know, Sean Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth were, you know, are destined to work together for the rest of their careers. And I think same with Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer are both people that are, are destined to, you know, just keep working with each other. And I guess uh, it's, it's, it's Russ Wooten on uh, Dead Earth and uh, is it Clayton Cowles on uh on uh on white knight yeah i'm flipping through white knight um, sorry no uh, i'm sorry and world design yeah yeah that's right that's that's who's been doing these uh for the for the while yeah, yeah it's yeah all right so um as we get started um do you want to bring up the some of the images that you um yes that you've had uh, um and we're going to start with white knight where we we start with sort of a uh a flashback to a uh to a young Bruce, um, something we've seen many times um, in in a Batman comic, but this is a, you know, the, in this story, this is a, a different take on it. Uh, what'd you think here? Yeah, I I liked it, of course, but kind of like a lot of the flashbacks in the in this series, I kind of glanced over it. The art, of course, is phenomenal. It's just mm-hmm. really well done. It's very good, Sean Murphy uh obviously with its composition and its shadows i really like the silhouettes of alfred that he leaves on the second page yes those are pretty great and um i like how it's sort of a sort of a match cut into the next couple pages with batman looking at the swords yeah and it kind of plays into the themes of what's going on with uh you know uh sort of the this idea of heritage and picking up the sword sort of picking up where his grandfather left off i guess so that that's cool um so again it's it's something i kind of glanced over at first but i think it has deeper meaning to it once you look back at it 
Um, yeah, and the uh, the the first uh, the the pages that you have here, the first two pages, uh, sort of we have that blue, uh, yeah. cool tone. Um, and as we switch from flashback to to present day, we go to the more the um, the the warmer the the orange color. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously we know this is a flashback, but it even with that color separation, it you know it, it's a it's a it's a movement that that we know that there's. Um, a time change so I, I enjoyed that as well yeah and I guess a a, 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 a just a, a commentary on my slides and for the people watching uh, with the white knight none of the pages that I have placed next to each other are actually placed next to each other in the book mm -hmm. but while I was doing this without thinking about it I realized how much some of them looked really nice next to each other like these two pages and it's kind of a shame that they're not placed next to each other and that it's not a page turn into the present day, into these next pages, like these two right here. Yeah. Which are, are the two that come next. And I think they look really nice to, next to each other. Like, I think they look nicer than if you're looking at the book, uh, than what the, what's in the book, basically. I, I kind of like this, this page turn right here better than how it's placed, where you have that moment of pause between time. I think maybe that's something we've talked about with the pacing in this book in general. I think maybe this flashback would have impacted me more if I had more time to develop it. But having pages, I guess this is page two with young Bruce holding the sword and page three is Batman looking at the swords on the wall are right next to each other. So there's not much of a pause mm -hmm. in, you know, in establishing the times. So I, 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 then I kind of was looking throughout the whole book, this issue where I'm like, I wonder, you know, if these pages weren't placed the way that they are. I think there's only one, one set of pages in this whole issue that I think really work well with each other side by side. And we'll get to that. Yeah, as you were talking, I was doing some, some flipping and uh, there's, a, there's a couple of opportunities that I think were missed. But you know what else is not here is that twofold uh title page that we've yes. been getting the whole time so and when i was looking for the letterer i noticed that and that's sort of been one of our big complaints this whole series consistent cons yeah complaints so that's interesting that they decided to forego that maybe they heard our complaints maybe yeah, yeah. maybe, uh, they, maybe that, that was, was one of dan didio's last that was the uh, that was the cause for the 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 big shake up that was uh yeah. that was top of the bullet points when they when they came into his office dan you do we've heard some complaints about the title pages on on white knight we're, we're gonna have to let you go yeah so yeah. like uh, a, a single page title page or a single page title page that was in here with with credits would have shifted all of these yeah um as i'm looking at it these these right facing pages would have all gone to the left and been page turns so they could have yeah. just done or well there's no ads in here so um but they, with a yeah a single you know what it, there's a there's one at the end so if they would have shifted that to the front yeah they would have been able to shift all of those but let's uh let's keep moving here yeah yeah but i'm glad i'm not crazy on that but yeah, yeah okay so but yeah then it's uh it's harley and batman talking explaining everything that they're going through batman's like i'm the curse of the white knight i guess uh yeah going over all the reveals from the last issue where he finds out he's not an official Wayne. He's a descendant of the, the one guy who took over the Wayne identity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is your, your brooding Batman. Um, yeah. 
Um, I really, I really like this page. Um, the one with uh, him sitting on the chair. Yeah. Um, I mean, so that chair, if we go back one, that chair is on that little platform. Yeah. Like, but then once we go here, sort of the, the, on that, all the backgrounds drop out there. Yeah. Um, but he does sort of Batman as we were in close and we get a little bit further out. Um, he sort of, makes like a curve on the on the page which is cool and of yeah. course it's sort of almost sort of like the uh the well he's he's not a bad guy here but he's uh you know sitting on his throne contemplating almost like you know we've seen so many images like conan the barbarian or, yeah. or somebody just sitting on a throne it's that's what he looks like he's he's doing here i mean there's certainly lots of talking here but uh uh it's very uh i just saw king henry the fourth part two on stage okay um because rebecca my wife works at a shakespearean theater uh and uh there's the line of course in henry the fourth part two where it's a heavy is the head that wears the crown and sort of that image is from that play of the sort of tortured hero mm -hmm. upon his throne and uh, that's very Shakespearean. So I think this this image right here is is almost tragic Shakespearean king almost at you know look. And this has been a you can tell Murphy kind of does take some inspiration from Shakespeare about like a royal character learning mm -hmm. the truth about his either lineage or something like that. Is uh, it's very Shakespearean. Yeah. Um, and so the 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 conversation continues. Um, yes, good way of putting it. Uh, and then we sort of have this, uh, you know, as Batman is 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 telling Harley that, uh, you know, everything is lost. She says that she's that uh, you still have me. So we sort of end on on that um, that image there, which is which is a very powerful page. If you take away the dialogue, just the storytelling and the imagery alone is beautiful. Yeah, the 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 inset panels of of yes. Harley, the hands, and then the the sort of like almost like pause static image of the two of them sort of holding well she's holding his hand um sort of looking at each other but if you think about it what we were discussing earlier this messes up what could have been a page turn because yeah. the next the next page is a splash yeah. so if we if we go one more like that that's a right facing page but we could if you know some different choices that you know would have been Azriel doing that uh, the backflip, which would have been way more breathtaking if you had turned the page and seen that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's, it's a beautiful page. I love it to death. It's it's gorgeous. It's going to be one of those iconic images that'll be in DC guides and everything uh, when you look up Nightfall or Azriel or anything like that. That's just a beautiful splash page. Yeah, and then the next page is uh, a very quick page, very little dialogue. Again, um, I like it. Murphy, you should know your pages work great when there's no dialogue on them. Yeah. So. I, it, there's a, there's, there's, there's a, there's a pa panel of somebody throwing up, but it, the action does move, move quickly. Yes. Um, and you get, you get that he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a good, it's a, actually a very good use of uh show. Don't tell, you know, yes. we see that he's sick. Um, we see that uh, we see that he's has medicine. He does. He does say out loud to us to let us know that it's it's, it's, the, it's last the last one, one, which we couldn't have told from the <laughs> the, the images at all. Yeah. 
could have just maybe that that last panel of him ingesting the pill maybe just sort of like a downward angle of uh empty pill bottle would have maybe well you get the you get the idea that it's the last one when you look inside the the mirror and you see all the empty bottles true very true yeah only and, one uh, has a cap on it and he's holding it upside down so you know physics right all of them should be coming out yeah but i would have liked if it had been silent except for that last you know swear word panel you know or something yeah. like that i think it would have been better but yeah murphy has to explain things yeah so then we get the uh uh bruce checking in on barbara who is rehabbing uh yeah i'm gonna shock you here they 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 talk it out they talk it out yeah yeah, yeah. which this is a nice moment but they do talk oh, yeah but uh, uh yeah she she uh you know it's even though this is an elseworld story this is uh a Batman conversation that we've we've heard, you know, be, between these these characters before, and uh, I mean, the only thing that's different here is that uh, Gordon is gone, so uh, the the sentiment is a little bit more, um, you know, dramatic, and you know, her telling her that uh, her telling Bruce that you know um, how Jim felt about him is has got more impact because he's dead, which is again. Murphy's not really good with characters. And right here, Barbara, last time we met her, she was burning with resentment for Batman letting her dad die, basically. And then also, he didn't kill Azrael, and then that led to Barbara getting the serious injury of her legs. Yes. Uh, But after one short conversation, basically Batman broods, and she's like, oh, Bruce, it's okay, that kind of thing. So there's no more drama, really. It's resolved really fast. Um, and, uh, everyone has been like, Batman's a curse uh, on and everything. And even Barbara has been saying that, but then she sort of changes her mind without any real motivation by the end of this conversation. Very Other than my dad wanted you to be Batman. And even then though, he was kind of like mad at Batman before he died. Like there was no resolution there either. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. But let's move on. Sure. So uh, that takes us to a press conference uh, where we're Batman. Yep. And hacked. Uh, where? Uh, no, that's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was no, no. I was going to say Batman really. Batman rudely interrupts the new commissioner. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get uh, after the interrupt, we get a we get a big reveal. Um, so that's you know the something that you could probably only do in an Elseworld story, but, yeah. uh, uh, you know, well, not, Bat- if you're, not if you're daredevil, right. And if you're uh, Brian, Michael Bendis writing daredevil, that's, that's true. Or, yeah. or, or Spider-Man, you just have, that's uh, Spider-Man. you have a, you have the whole universe's, uh, memory wiped, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is, pretty dramatic uh you know we, we do get a lot of reaction shots of, of people taking in taking in the news no most um, importantly a dog yeah he's he just wants he just wants some treats he's he's not worried about all of this no, bruce not. wayne nonsense but uh there's the reveal um if we continue um batman and montoya i'm sorry you have a uh you have a you have a big uh splash here so let's oh yeah that's just that's just the reveal of him him talking more he talks for three pages 
Um, yeah, but then yeah, him and Montoya. Yeah, so they they have it out, um, and uh, they shout yeah. at each other as is custom in these books. Very yeah, very true. Um, and then sort of the the GTO is all suited up. Yep, and you and get the the right right stuff. So Barbara is uh, um, rehabbed. Yeah, within two couple pages, she's able to walk now. Fine. Yeah, she was troubling. She was having a hard time walking on crutches through pages earlier. But also Harley got shot or stabbed or something like that in the last issue. And then she was okay after that. So yeah, they, uh, they, they, they all are, they're all, they're very tough ladies. They, uh, they keep that. You can't, uh, you can't keep them down. So we got, uh, we get, uh, we get some folks talking to each other as they do the heroic, uh, walk out. Um, and, uh, Batman is in need of a Batmobile and there's uh I guess there's one in the precinct that uh they have uh they've been holding on to so why don't you talk about this here yeah it's the Batman well it's, it's basically Batman being a Mary Sue moment uh so is this Batman saying this or is this uh Sean Murphy saying this most likely it's Sean Murphy saying this and uh yeah, like him saying, Bat- Batman saying about the 1989 Keaton Batmobile is, uh, this one is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sure, Batman, whatever. Uh, this is, which I love, I love this pay- splash page. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But then he says, and then also there's another reference where Montoya says, are you nuts? And then he says, let's get nuts, which is a 1989 Batman reference. Yeah, I noticed that. So this, it, when I first looked at this, uh, I thought that the, it was, the, the Batmobile was sort of hooked on a, on a wall. Oh. But then, then I realized that the perspective was that I was sort of up looking, looking down on them. Mm-hmm. But at first I was like, it's maybe for a storage reason, it's, it's you know, hooked onto the to the wall but uh no it's just that we're on a downward angle looking but even looking down at them yeah but even if you look at the people standing that their perspective doesn't match with the car's perspective yeah um, i think that's what my my first glance made me yeah. made me think about that as well yeah so their their perspective you you would think it was mounted at least or as the floor is slanted a lot yeah because their perspective does not match up at all with the Batmobile's perspective. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can see why you'd think that. Yeah, it's a cool page, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely cool. Um, yeah. All right, so the Batmobile, the old Batmobile. Um, oh, yeah. But first, Dick and uh, Batman have a heart to heart. Yeah, I mean they they got it. They got to talk it out. Got to talk it out. Um, and then and then the Batmobile uh, takes off. Which this is a great page again. What's missing from it? Dialogue. It's just so strong, but because there's no dialogue in it, it's just a, this, this issue probably is my favorite because it has the most pages with the least dialogue in it, maybe. Yeah. Yep. And that's going to continue as we, as we move along, we get uh, yeah. cityscape, we get, uh, uh, you know, close up of hands. Uh, and then we pull out to that, to that wide shot at the bottom, which is, uh, the Batmobile and uh, and and Batman sort of standing in that town square where he made the announcement on the big screen earlier. Yeah, and he told and, he told everyone in Gotham City to clear out so he can destroy the city. It's in order to find Azrael. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, and yeah. the 
And so the way you have this up is the way it's presented in the, the comic again. So again, yeah. I really think that uh, something was dropped. So, uh, a ball was dropped here with the way that the, the pages were set up because yeah. these, all of these full page splashes are not, maybe not all, but at least the, the one where the, where Azrael is, you know, diving off of the building and this one, these are both, left i'm sorry right facing pages right facing yeah and they, if they were left page pages they would have been on turn so i think that i think that these something fell through the cracks here yeah and actually this was the one i thought i liked but now you're now you've you're talking about it and i'm looking at it and i agree with you it doesn't work for me anymore i would have much rather had that that uh that full splash of the low angle of bruce wayne batman unmasked as bruce wayne be the page turn and then yeah, have because, this last page be you know the right facing page yeah because when we when you turn a page your eye is going to go to the at first it's going to go to that most striking uh image and in this right. case when you do that you're with you know we, we've been trained left to right up down uh top to bottom but when we turn we're obviously, or not obviously, but instinctively, we're going to look at that most striking thing, and that's 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 what we're going to see. So it's sort of you you kind of you look at it, and then you go back, and then you look at it again. So I I I don't know if we'll ever get anybody on high up to to admit to it, but I think the the pages were off in this issue. I think this one does work better than the the Azrael falling from the, the building because the, the lines on the bottom panel of the mm -hmm. left facing page, you see how like there's that nice like uh, oval, like arc on the yeah. bottom of the, sort of where the, the buildings dissipate. Yeah. You follow that arch up, it actually follows up to Batman's cape really well. Mm -hmm. And then up through his form. So it works, it works better than how harsh that other page turns, but still, yeah, I would much rather would much rather that uh, that arc um, of the the bottom panel of the left facing page lead you into a page turn, and then this be it, which actually would work too, because you would have sort of a, a nice match, because your eye would be down at the bottom, and you would follow the line into the page turn, and uh, yeah, it would have been would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. So after this, we 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 get to to our last page of the issue. Yes. Um. Montoya is uh, telling Bruce, Batman, that they've, they've spotted Azrael and uh, Batman jumps in the Batmobile and uh, takes off. Uh, I know there's a Zorro poster. Didn't notice that. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. and, uh, uh, you know, we have some good uh, left to right movement here with the car sort of shooting off the screen. But uh, I have a question for you. Okay. Batman doesn't have sort of a personal communicator on him. They 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 feel like the best way to communicate is through the huge electronic billboards in the middle of Gotham Square because you know if Azrael's hanging out nearby, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to hear any of this, right? No, he's not. No. Uh, maybe there's some deeper thematic reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's uh. It's just, I think it's more, mostly a cool way, I guess, for 
Murphy to draw something, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 no, I, I, I like it. I just, and, you know. Lot, if you think too much about it, it, like everything else in this book, it's like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so there, uh, is this a nine issue series or an eight issue series? I looked at, I'm pretty sure it's an eight issue series like uh, the original White Knight was. Okay, so. Um, yeah. So we're, you know, Batman is taking off for this last issue and we, we should get, uh, we should get a lot of fighting. Yeah. Um, Batman with a gun in the preview pages. Yeah. These are, uh, these are, again, these, these ink pages are, are awesome. Yeah. We're certainly getting a lot of uh, car porn in these, in these, uh, this, these uh, preview ink pages. So. Papa Murphy's got to eat. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep, he's he's got to draw his car pages, or else he'll lose all sen- all sense of self. So yeah. um, I'm looking forward to the showdown. I'm hoping oh, yeah. that I'm hoping that it's a uh, it's a hoping it gets a lot of action, and I, I do have some fears that we might get some Bond level villain level like exposition when Azrael uh, oh, sure. shows up to just sort of tell Batman all of his all of his plans before they before they fight but uh yeah uh oh i'm sure i'm sure that will be the case all right so you want to move on to the to the next uh next book that's uh issue one of uh wonder woman dead earth by daniel warren johnson colors by mike spicer and letters by russ wooten yep and uh another one it fits in with uh chris the white knight because it's a writer artist and they're the same person yeah well pretty cool and they're also traditional artists whose artwork if you want to buy it is ridiculously expensive but probably worth it yeah it's both uh two different styles but both very uh well accomplished and and beautiful art yeah now this book putting the slides together these spreads work really well with each other all across the board and there's some double page spreads that are really great in this book uh daniel warren johnson uh he knows how to compose or at least they got a good editor you know to uh to make sure that everything was laid out well yeah Um, so we 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 start off with a bit of a uh quick origin story yeah Um, with uh hippolyta explaining diana to diana how she was born but then we uh we quickly uh we see that uh, things aren't going well um on the third page here we get that uh that huge explosion uh the people sort of being uh eradicated sort of a la terminator 2 judgment yeah. day mm-hmm. um and yeah. then and then we uh and then we meet then we move on um i guess to what would be considered present day uh, the colors get a little bit brighter here, which yeah. again we helps us know that we're we're somewhere different. We get a cast of characters uh, walking around, uh, and then uh, cool beastie shows up, and lots of quick running around and and action. Uh, what did what did you think about the the art here? Awesome across the board. Well, I'll save all my real thoughts of just how cool. Daniel Warren Johnson's art is, I think one of the coolest things is that he draws, or at least I think he does. I think he draws in all the sound effects, or at least Russ Wooten does a really good job of matching his uh, sound effects. 
Yeah, this had to be a, a, a ton of fun to to draw. I mean, sort yeah. of it being Elseworlds, you're sort of not tied to anything and you can just sort of go crazy. Um, and this is this is definitely action packed. Um, you know, they 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 fight off this this beast, but they they fall. Um, and when they fall, they uh, they discover somebody. Um, so they they discover Wonder Woman in a sort of uh, cryo bed, um, and she uh, she helps finish off the uh, the beast that was chasing them. Um, this is this is this is really cool to to look at. Uh, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I love again. Um, I think Daniel Warren Johnson. It helps that he's just read so many comics. Mm-hmm. He knows how to pace your book well image wise composition wise but also you know not to fill up your pages with too much dialogue but also not to fill it up with little to no dialogue in there and uh to keep your eye moving so this book moves fast but it it moves well where no image is lost on you especially that opening image of uh of wonder woman uh coming out of the cryo tube yeah yeah that's that's such a, a striking moment and again a great page turn to turn from the these two people down at the bottom accepting their deaths to hero shot, you know yep. that one that one works that one works really well. Yeah, it works really well. Um, and then uh, yeah, then you get this great monster kill. I don't have there's uh, there's one before this, and I think people should just go and buy the book because every page in this it like 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 White Knight every page could be framed on a wall and everyone could appreciate it for what it is. And every page in this book is worth the price of admission for both books. So yeah. this, uh, I missed a page where the, they're one of the side characters gets killed, but then you see Wonder Woman uh, throat rip this monster and uh, you get this nice uh, empty feeling of right here. It's cool to have the background drop and then the dialogue, you know, why do I feel so weak? It really suits the image. Yeah, no, and uh, we we've we've talked about uh, borderless uh, panels before with little uh, little to no background, and it, it makes you pause. And it's sort of like she's been fighting, fighting, fighting. She stops and she pauses here to sort of uh, catch her breath, regroup. So with that, the way that panel is designed, we sort of pause with her. And an important development happens here where she realizes that she's not wearing her gauntlets. Yes. Which we get the importance of that, obviously, just from Wonder Woman lore, knowing her, what her gauntlets represent, uh, but also in this this series, what does it mean that her that she's not wearing gauntlets? And there's a choice. There's a deliberate choice, and there's good themes in this series, I think, about uh, mortality and humanity that are really cool, I think. Um, there seems to be a consistency throughout the whole series about, you know, uh, what this book is about and it seems to be very very consistent there yeah so after this uh, we get a we get another page turn and a reveal of of where this cryo tube was and where these we, these folks fell they fell into the they fell into the bat cave yeah and it's also cool that again i hate to bash murphy anymore no one's like we're in the bat cave in this page we know as readers when we look at that we see all the iconic elements were like oh they're in the back cave yeah and if it wasn't if you weren't sure you know then there's the next page where wonder woman does find batman and he's dead 
Yeah, so uh, sort of there's a lot of downward action on the left page and there's a lot of upward action on, on the right yeah. page as they, as they make their way out. We get, uh, we get a cool uh, sort of third of a page of a, of a dead Batman who uh, died on his couch. Yeah, um, like a slob. Yeah, like so... slob he is. He's probably the Batman from Curse of the White Knight. <laughs> so page turn to a huge... Which is a cool page turn. Right here. Do you see how, like, I love the inset panel, obviously. It's a great moment that you pause before you turn, but I love how this page leads you off. This mm -hmm. bottom panel that you're talking about, the last half of Batman, there's this nice angle leading you off, but also the colors of the outside start bleeding in. Yeah. And you have yeah. An extremely striking splash. Yeah, and, like, sort of, like, as you were showing on the page four before the, the, the colors are warm, her face is illuminated in that reaction shot. And as we turn, we see, we see why. Yes. Which is a beautiful wasteland shot. Um, and then a very emotional shot with uh, Diana exclaiming what happened to earth. Yes. Yeah. And then she finds out from the little survivors that she saved that that this is basically a nuclear wasteland after a nuclear holocaust and all these mutants have been showing up. No one knows where they came from, but they just, they just showed up. And certain people are mutated, other people aren't, you know, but yeah. And then, yeah, this is, this is sort of the, uh, the talking page to, yeah. to give us uh, some more world building. Yeah, and uh, it helps, again, to have a character, like a fish out of water story with the yes. character that so they someone needs to explain it to that character right mm -hmm. it'd be different if they were just explaining it to wonder woman and she's been around this whole time yeah, yeah. so uh here on this this other page uh uh diana is sort of talking talking to bruce she takes the um she takes the utility belt um and then she looks um at this this room that has uh has two swords and uh, sort of collects um, collects her gear and is is ready to go. Yeah. Um, very cool moment. Again, she explains the last page of Batman that she doesn't seem to have any of her powers. She's mm -hmm. just sort of a normal warrior at this point. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is a... Uh, I like the new design. What do you think of the new design for her costume, the post-apocalyptic Wonder Woman? It's it's very cool. It's uh you know it's she she gets to have some of her own stuff. She gets to take some of the own stuff, but it's still rugged and like um, it's put together with like it seems like it's put together with like found items. She's still sort of got the the pants that she had from the the cryo sleep. So she's just sort of putting things together, sort of scavenging and 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 um, figuring out as she goes. Yeah, I really like it, and it's a, it's a good illustration of who she is now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get a journeying page to the stronghold where all the humans are held up. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, Helm's Deep looking. Very true. Yep, and then you find out that it's being run by these uh, despots who are just basically exploiting everyone. Mm -hmm. and Wonder Woman can't have any of that, so she smashes a table into them and beats a bunch of them up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but they capture her. 
yes uh we have a we have a flashback page here i guess we should be a little bit more descriptive as we go but uh you know it's it's uh young diana um talking talking to talking to her mom in, in better times um but then uh as we go uh we 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 go and we find out that diana has been locked away in a cell and in the cell she explains so in the in the previous page when she's talking to her mother her mother explains how awful humans are mm -hmm. but then in this page she explains how you know she loves humanity she loves all of humanity and it was because of steve trevor showing her you know why that she should love them and that's sort of her motivation for all of this is her deep love for all humans and uh, why she fights for them is because she sort of believes in the good that they can do and uh then we get our gladiator scene yes this is this is very cool we uh again we are we're we're we're, we're uh we're thrust into some some more comic book action oh yeah uh, and a lot she's, of sound effects leading up to the action yeah and so she's she's forced to face the the cheetah yeah who's barbara yeah yep and uh she gets wasted because she doesn't want to fight barbara yeah. Because she knows that they're, she's just being pushed on her in order to, uh, you know, for the sport or for mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the will of the despot ruling this, uh, this stronghold. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but something else is happening just outside. Uh, the, the, the fortress is uh, being attacked by more crazy, crazy monsters. Yes, it's being attacked. And uh, while there's awesome action... Daniel Warren Johnson is just really good at action and he knows how to draw out a fight scene and make cool, you know, you know, make it cool and choreographed, but very well composed and have mm -hmm. moments of, you know, heroic poses. It's all awesome. And uh, yeah, but it's cool that the, the second page on, so there's the page where Cheetah and one and Diana are fighting on the left and on the right, it's uh intercut with uh, the, the armies, the, the the guards of the strongholds uh, charging the beasts that are invading. Yes. And then uh, both Cheetah and Diana realize that the that the whole stronghold is being swarmed, and the creatures have made their way into the arena. And uh, they uh, join the battle, or rather, yeah, Diana joins the battle and just starts kicking major butt, uh, Lord of the Rings style, mm -hmm. with everybody. And uh, there's a lot of great bloody action, um, a lot of great sound effects, a lot of good chopping. Um, I like how, so in this page, I don't know how you feel about Daniel Warren Johnson's style, uh, but he's very expressive and he doesn't, he, he follows his style more than he follows any sense of realism. So I want to know how you feel about her arms on this page with uh, the boom in the background of her, like, you know, choke holding the, the mutants. Yeah, I think maybe at at uh, the first read, I didn't really notice it because I was I was going so quickly with the uh, with the action. But now slowing it down and and looking um, that lower arm, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, and I think uh, you know definitely Daniel Warren Johnson. Like I said, he has his style, kind of like Murphy has his own style, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you know, it's clear that, you know, one body part might be accentuated over another body part for a reason and uh, it works. But then other times I'm always, I'm always wondering like, uh, I don't know if that, like, I don't know. 
it, it could have been done better, I think, this arm with her strangling it. It's still a really cool image. Again, kind of like Murphy, no matter what he draws, it's going to look cool. So yeah. It looks cool. But I, I do think, uh, I do think sometimes uh, uh, Warren Johnson's style can get in the way of uh, making good art. Yeah, yeah I, I see that now. Uh, it's, it's a little wonky looking at it a second time. I think the only benefit the book has, or not the only benefit the book has, but I think the benefit of this is how quickly this yeah. is reading that to anybody that's not really taking the time to, to look at every detail of the anatomy that they wouldn't see that they would just be caught up in the, in the fast paced action. But yeah, it's a little off. So um, from, from here, we, uh, we, we continue the fight. Um, you know, this cool image of, uh, Diana chopping off the head of the the one mutant that's gonna eat one of her friends. Mm -hmm. um, yep, and uh, then all the humans, except for Cheetah, uh, all the humans are like, "Yay, Diana's awesome!" Except Cheetah's wanting to kill her, and uh, you know, Cheetah doesn't want to kill her. Cheetah wants to kill the despot. Yes, um, and uh, and she's uh, you know, Diana does the whole like, you know, don't be like him. And uh, she basically lets Cheetah take out her anger on her, you know, in order to protect the guy that's enslaved them both. Yeah, and then uh, the crowd turns uh, in Diana's favor. Mm -hmm. uh, a la Gladiator. Yeah, and then uh, we, uh, I guess we, well, the, the crowd continues to, to follow uh, or, or, you know, turn towards Diana. She gives a bit of a speech um yeah about uh leading them and how uh she wants to fight to save them and uh uh that she doesn't want uh the despot to be ruling she wants to be merciful and she wants to give these people a place to thrive away from the monsters and uh it ends on her basically saying she's going to take them to themiscara yeah so that's that's the end of two um let's let's keep the pace going here so um uh, or so we so we go to two, um, and uh, you know, again, sort of in the style of the first one, we 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 start with a flashback. This is uh, this is Diana in training, um, fighting. Um, this was very much similar to what we saw in in the Wonder Woman movie, where she discovers yeah. she discovers her her, her powers. Um, what do you think here? Awesome as always. Uh, yeah, I love I love uh, how Warren Johnson does the motion lines and how around the borders of the characters sometimes he'll he'll do like the like the lines coming off of them or he'll make them shaky around the form of certain things that are moving. Mm -hmm. uh, I really love that, and uh, that's that's full of his art. And it's really cool. It's a really cool, unique way to him uh, to draw movement in action. And yeah, of course, we find out here that without the gauntlets. Uh, in this whole sequence, uh, without the gauntlets, uh, she's too powerful. Yeah. Um, but then also that uh, her mom uh, took blood from all the gods while they slept and combined it with the clay that she formed Diana out of. Yeah. So again, this is sort of the 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 cool thing you have with the Elseworld story. You can yeah. sort of 
change, manipulate things to to give it its own its own spin. And then you can decide for yourself what uh, what origin you like best. Because Wonder Woman is another character, even in canon, her backstory has not stayed the same. Very well, true. Not like Bruce Wayne or, or Superman. But there are little variations, but with Wonder Woman, there are huge variations as to what she is in the comics. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, so then you also get introduced to her Pegasus here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we jump into the story with everyone preparing to their exodus. Mm-hmm. I thought this is a cool, the, uh, the second page I thought was really cool to see how the, the one guy is equipping her, her utility belt um, with different, uh, with different uh, like hand grenades and whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, if she's going to have the utility belt, it's, it's cool that, uh, sh- you know, she's got sort of uh her her tech support person to uh to to outfit her her q her 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 alfred um it's yeah that's very cool i I enjoyed that as well yeah uh, i love uh love that character and then we get our cool uh double page spread of her leading the people out of the stronghold and they've Mm -hmm. got their vehicles and people all piled up inside them and some are on horseback it's snowing so the it's very dramatic uh, them walking through the snow, and uh, but at the same time, she's also chosen to show mercy to the guy who was uh, sort of, uh, de- you know, was the dictator of the stronghold, and he's she sort of has asked him to assist her in leading them, so that you know the the people don't feel like they're you know being taken over again. Yeah, um, she's uh, yeah. The- yeah the the transition in power is uh you know run well given the appearance of a a smooth transition of power there so yes yeah and then um we get another flashback of her getting her gauntlets Mm -hmm. um, which are important because they were supposed to hold back her power from being too dangerous but now she doesn't even have any gauntlets she doesn't have any power whatsoever um and then we get our big old monster attack yeah uh very uh very dramatic very uh creepy uh kirby a little bit kirby a little bit cthulhu um uh big monster attacking attacking the fort yep and uh we get another lord of the rings everyone line up let's get ready for battle let's get ready to charge and uh yeah diana has this idea of how to how to do it and uh she does the charge which is very cool Love the angle, the low angle. It's at mm-hmm. a slant. It's very cool. It's very comic book. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's, I, uh, yeah. It's. I agree with you. I, I enjoyed it. Yep. We get the cool moments with the archers and everybody else. You get these great little moments, but also you get uh, one of the most epic monster kills ever, where Diana uh, drives a jeep off of a cliff, and uh, you get the one of the coolest spreads ever where she drives it into the monster and then dives into the monster's mouth and pours gasoline down it. Yep. Very, very cool. These, these pages move, these pages again, move, move very fast. Um, yeah. Uh, these issues are longer than normal issues, obviously, and they're oversized so you can fit them on your bookshelves, but they move faster than most issues do, or as fast at least just because of how much action is in them. Yeah. And so, uh, we see sort of 
as she's able to 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 light the beast on fire again the sort of the 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 character that uh re-outfitted her uh her bat utility belt uh gave her some of the equipment that she needed here yeah and uh he's one of the friends he's just one of the kids uh or she is i think yeah uh it's a girl i think yeah so the so the monster burns um they sort of yeah, they 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 take stock of you know where where their their forces are. Um, the next page again is is uh, is another flashback of Diana and as a as a child um, to sort of build the 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 story that we had there. But I think the the big thing that happens here is what they find out when for some reason this guy is cutting open the uh, the beast that. Uh, some of the beasts that attacked them last night. Yep, and he finds out that it's mostly human in origin, uh, which again plays into the theme of humanity and sort of the best and worst of humanity and why they are the way that they are. So, you know, if you're fighting monsters, it would be sort of thematically appropriate for them to be human in some way. So to 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 be fair, we, we, we've given uh, Murphy a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of flack for sort of the convenient storytelling, but uh, the fact that this individual is uh, skilled and trained enough to ID internal internal organs as as, yeah. as possibly being human, uh, uh, I think we gotta we gotta be fair here and say that that's a little uh, that's a little convenient storytelling as as well right here. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, one of my yeah, that's that is very convenient, and when, especially with no real origin as to why this person's that way and how. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've had he's been resourceful in the past, but that's just sort of all that he is is just resourceful. Yeah. Um, but one of the human 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 aspects of him that makes him relatable is his friendship and devotion to other people. True. Um, but okay, we'll move on. Uh, this is the part that I have the most. But like, I mean, the biggest problem with. All right, go ahead. Um, so this happens halfway through the second issue. They automatically get to Themyscira. At the end of the first issue, you sort of thought that, you know, it would be the whole series is getting to Themyscira, and then the third act would be about getting there, or at least, you know, a good chunk of the second act. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the first book is just the first act. But this, uh, you know, I guess the se- the second book is the second act. Um, but I guess, I, okay, I was sort of making this more complicated than it should be. This feels rushed, I guess, getting to Themyscira. I kind of wish that certain characters wouldn't have gotten the shaft, especially the character with the eye patch who's been around from the beginning. He sort of mm-hmm. just seems shoved off to the side and um, doesn't really get to build that strong of a relationship with Diana. Um, and even then her friends, you know, the, the, the friends that she makes, the two kids, they don't seem to get a good development. You don't really get to see their friendship develop as long as you maybe would have liked to. So, yeah, that's my, I guess, my one thing is that I, this, this, uh, this whole series seems kind of rushed. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, uh, the bottom of the one page, they're, they're getting on the boat, and then at the bottom of the next page, they're somehow in the middle of nowhere and uh then all of a sudden they they are they're near they're where they need to they need to be they uh somehow don't see this huge structure 
and, until they're till, till they're right upon it. So, and I guess it's a cool uh, it's a cool uh, Easter egg, I guess. Um, when they're on the bay, that's uh, what's it called from Aquaman? Uh, oh, that's where Aquaman lives. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, but the journey the the journey consisted of fighting one giant monster and it seemed it didn't seem as perilous as they're sort of i guess you know making it out to be and i know like you know it's one big monster that killed a bunch of people obviously uh but there's still not that feeling of something like fellowship of the ring where there are all these obstacles to go through to get to one place Mm -hmm. you know um they kind of get there really fast but it is important to get to there so that we can move the story to the the twist. Yeah. So let's. Uh, so now that they're there, they uh, they uh, they 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 meet up with uh, with the this individual that we saw before, who who yeah, points Diana. Yeah. Diana. That that points Diana, um, and then they they uh, she tells them that she's going in on her own, but they uh, the. The, the the kids decide that they're going to go with her, but I think we should talk about um, what Diana discovers once she gets down to the bottom. Yeah, and I do like that page of Diana descending. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what's cool about uh, this page when you find, yeah, when her mother greets her and then she sees her mother is morphed into one of the ugly Cthulhu Lovecraftian mutants. What's cool is that this location right here is the location that her mother has been explaining to her this whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of cool to have that continuity of every moment of like realization in Wonder Woman's life takes place in this one spot in the spot with the murals on the walls of like, you know, the men at war with each other. Yeah. That's the same room from the first, uh, pa- the first page of the, the first issue. Yeah. I thought that was cool to sort of bring it full circle you know? Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was cool for, for Warren Johnson to be that, you know, consistent and good of a storyteller to be like, okay, this place means something mm-hmm. to the story. So this is where this re- revelation needs to happen. It's not just to look cool, which it does. It has a purpose in the story, which is awesome. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, basically uh, we find out that the mutations orig- originated from Themyscira. So the, uh, the, all the monsters are Amazons, not humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the nuclear bombs that landed and mixed with their DNA and mutated all of them. And uh, they want, she wants to make Diana one of the mutants so that they can, she can lead them to victory over the humans. And then uh, her human friend uh, chops off the arms of Hippolyta. Mutant Hippolyta. Yeah, rather. Yeah. So yeah, um, uh, that's that's what we have there, and then we we get a we get a, we get a lot more fighting. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, as the, as they continue to fight, uh, it looks like all is lost. Diana and this uh, individual are at, at the edge of a at the edge of a, a structure. Looks and like uh, they're 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 done for, and then. Two uh, two page reveal, um, which I don't have here because everyone should just buy the book so that they yeah. can. See it. Yeah, but uh, s- something that we saw earlier um, shows shows up with with somebody with it. Um, I guess 
little bit is 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 shown here um yep. but uh we we, ha we have some fighting um lots of lots of fighting here um sorry i'm not being terribly descriptive i just yeah i love the fighting and i guess uh it's so well done it's really well choreographed um i like uh right on on the the first page where nubia attacks with her giant sword and is mm -hmm. about to slash the people there's this cool beat where uh there's a panel all in red where uh diana's being kicked by nubia and it sort of pauses and she goes like she just basically goes Ugh. and then the panel right after that is like the impact of her flying across the room uh, i like those moments right there where you can play with the rhythm of the action. yeah yeah and that 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 red background sort of gives you the uh the ump of the of the kick as well yeah it really does and then yeah of course but then yeah we get this cool fight between cheetah and uh zombie new mutant zombie uh nubia and uh you see her helmet come off and she's mutated and uh the the pegasus is mutated but it's a good mutated pegasus yeah and it's uh that's what cheetah came running in on and uh riding in on and uh they kick the butt of nubia or for or so it seems yeah yeah so they because they, they yeah they all fly away and uh uh the 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 individual that's been helping them is is left behind as uh diana cheetah and uh pegasus go off to take care of take care of some more some more business so that's the yeah. that's the end of uh book two of that series uh it was i I enjoyed it. Uh, it was action packed. It it moved very quickly. Um, I just I, I think the big yeah it moves almost too quickly because where issue two leaves off is with uh, Diana basically saying to the humans, "It's all your fault." Like my mother always said, it was. Mm -hmm. you, know, you guys are the ones who caused you know who caused this whole thing. You you turned you 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 mutated my the people that were supposed to be your protectors into your downfall, you know, and you brought this on yourself, which is really cool. Um, but I feel like, again, I wish there was more time to develop that for Diana to come to that realization rather than just having a spot in the middle. Like you said, it's sort of more convenient than it is earned mm -hmm. where the person realizes all oh, these things are kind of more human than they are monster. I kind of wish it was longer and had more time. I wish it was an eight issue series like, like uh, like White Knight is, um, but at the same time, it's got to be harder, especially with Daniel Warren Johnson being a big name and wanting to do other things. He probably doesn't want to be bogged down by an eight issue Wonder Woman series. Yeah, that's the the good and the bad of it being concise. He doesn't sort of have time to meander, but also in certain points, he doesn't have time to um, sort of thoroughly develop um points and sometimes he might you know get in get out really quick like yeah. to get on a boat the boat's there next yeah. page that's we, we we've we've accomplished that and we're and we're moving on so and it does suffer from the same curse of the white knight thing where the main character doesn't find out anything for themselves it all has to be explained to them um which you know, Diana is the furthest thing from an inactive member of the story in this, but still it would be nice for a mystery in a comic, especially in a superhero comic, for the main character to be discovering it for themselves rather yeah. than it just being explained to them the whole time. 
Yeah. No, I think both of these books were strangely, you know, the, we, we certainly have the similarities of writer artists, but I think they also were very, very similar in a lot of different aspects. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I enjoy And I'm going to buy every issue, <laughs> you know, and multiple times probably if I can find all the variants and whatnot. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to do it for the, for the review. Um, I know that we had talked about recapping the first uh, 100, but I think maybe we'll skip that because we're, we're pushing a pretty lengthy uh, review here. But uh, Oh, yeah, but it was a good 100 episodes, and we started it off 100 episodes ago with a review of an issue because that was what the podcast has always been about. It's about breaking down comics, and here we are at issue 100, and if it's the last one, we, we ended it the right way. No, it's it's not the last one, but it's also oh, cool that uh, <laughs> the you know the 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 very f- first review of a of a like a real book because I think we did we we did our book first so um, but we did do a Batman so we we have the theme of Batman um, there twice so all right do you have any any oh, yeah. final thoughts before we before we close out uh, what are your expectations maybe for the last uh, White Knight. Um, a good car chase and I'm definitely, we're definitely going to get that. And I think the last issue of, uh, one woman dead earth is coming out in April. And I think we're going to get more explanation into why it's important that one woman doesn't have power. And, uh, I think that's something that they've been building up as being important. So I'm really looking forward to that theme being developed in the last issue. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I, that'll, that'll be very cool to see. Yeah. All right. So I'd like to uh, thank everybody for listening. Um, if anybody could, check kickstarter i have a story in the cthulhu is hard to spell terrible twos anthology that's going to be on kickstarter from march 3rd to march 26th of 2020 um so if you can please check that out i'll have a link to that kickstarter in the show notes um if you could give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting service you use we really appreciate it if you would like to follow the podcast we're on twitter at construct compod we're on Instagram at Constructed Comics Pod, Facebook and YouTube Constructed Comics, and we'll be back with a, another episode thank, uh, very soon. Thank you.